and we are back and better than ever. It's been a while since we've done the Niagara Sports Hub with Mike Fisher, but he's he's here with us today. Mike, how you doing? Outstanding. Thank you, man. <laughs> Tim, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm loving Mike's shirt, too. Toxic fan. That's the name of a band, I bet. <laughs> no. Randy Gregory, the uh, Cowboys defensive end, free agent who signs with the Broncos mm-hmm. in a controversial action by all parties, gets on Twitter the other day. Fans are saying, well, you know, good riddance or, or, or good luck or whatever they're saying. And his response is, the Cowboys dealt with me in bad faith. And I'm leaving a toxic fan base. He called the Cowboys Nation a toxic fan base. Wow. And so rather than get too upset about it, I'm trying to have some fun with it with my yeah. toxic fan T-shirt. Which, by the way, you can purchase for yourself at fishsportsnetwork.com. Nice. Uh, what's funny about it is, and and this is really a, a national football league thing and mm-hmm. goes beyond just football as well. What Randy Gregory is going to find in Denver is – if he gets suspended for the better part of the next five years, mm-hmm. those fans may come across as a little toxic too. Yeah. If he goes a month without a sack, those fans are, he's going to think those fans are toxic, toxic too. Same as if you play for the Dodgers or the Canadians or the Celtics. Uh, if you don't perform, they're not going to like you. And if you bash them, they're not going to like you either. So Randy made a strategic mistake by by la- doing that, labeling fans that these fans have supported him for six years, and he's basically played one season in six years. Yeah, I never understood like why, uh, as a fan, you're not allowed to voice an opinion or boo at a game or whatever. I mean, these... Maybe yeah, now just- I'll say this. The only time I ever booed at a game, and I was 18, and I think I was drinking my second beer, <laughs> was at a AAA baseball game, and the Texas Rangers, it was uh, the Denver Bears in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And the Rangers had set down the star shortstop on a rehab assignment or whatever. And so we, we wanted to go see the game and see this, whoever he was. Might have been Mario Mendoza. I don't know who it was. And he hits a ground ball to in the hole to shortstop and then like walks to first base. And so I think it's okay for fans to boo a lack of effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, the the let's throw trash and let's just let's call each other terrible names. I'm not much of a fan of that. Well, where we're from, you can jump the dugout and go beat up a first base coach. That's right. Yeah, not advisable, (laughs) by the way. Because in the end, there's 25 of them, and there's only one of you. Uh, Unless you're Will Smith. If you're Will Smith, you get to do whatever you want, and that's like the repercussions. But I I think if you're a fan of the Bears or the Rams or the Cowboys, I, I think you probably agree with this. Your fan base is no more toxic than the next. We can make an argument that New York, Philadelphia, and Boston can be a little different. But by and large, uh, they're humans too, or at least uh, they're close. Yeah, Tim, there's a lot of uh, sports to get into. I mean, I haven't talked to Mike in a couple weeks. But yeah. uh, one thing I wanted to touch on real quick is uh, the L.A. Rams just signed Bobby Wagner to a yeah. five-year deal. I'm just wondering, like the L.A. Dodgers have an all-star team. The L.A. Rams, where do they get this money? I mean, I don't understand how these – these teams, just the rich get richer. I don't, I don't understand. One of the, uh, the biggest thing that they did was the Matthew Stafford extension. Mm-hmm. And he's a $40 million quarterback, but his cap number for this year is 13 million. Yeah. So by doing that, you, in a way, just invented $27 million. Right. Right. 
Uh, and so that's the that's the easiest answer to it. I guess I'm just jealous as a as a you know a Bears well, fan who does nothing, you know. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. Join the club because the the Cowboys had an interest in him and contacted him, and he's mm-hmm. got a deep connection with Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator here from their yeah. days together in Seattle. Seattle. So it was it was a real idea uh, until the Cowboys realized he wanted ten million dollars a year. Which, by the way, he's been an eighteen million dollar a year player for the last couple of years. So Bobby Wagner's thinking, I'm, I'll play for ten or eleven. That's a gigantic discount. Yeah. I'm giving mm-hmm. you, and the Cowboys balked they have no interest in spending that kind of money and so the rams yeah the rich get richer or uh wags to riches if you prefer bobby wagner <laughs> get it wags to riches yeah thank Good you one, yeah man. i'm professional they lose von miller they gain bobby wagner it's different exactly. kind of player but they in essence they lose nothing they, yeah. they they tied as a ram fan i'll take him yeah hey tim i just got an update uh from ESPN, it says uh, Zeke Elliott. Masters. What? No, Zeke Elliott traded to Seattle for draft picks. Huh? Is this real, or is it April Fool? Come on, guys! Yeah, you got to you got to sell it a little bit better than you. <laughs> you didn't have me very sold. <laughs> well, I didn't want to crush your spirits on a Friday morning, but it is April Fool. Well, so I, I, just I saw a Tiger playing in the Masters <laughs> next week this morning. I was like, that's got to be an April's Fool joke. No, I think it might actually I happen. think it might actually not be an April's Fool joke. Okay, so uh, I have a friend whose mother-in-law had a surgical procedure that includes a bunch of stitches. My friend is getting ready to go on an overseas vacation. And the in-laws call my friend and say, I hate, we hate to do this to you, but COVID interfered. The nurses have COVID. They can't do this. I need you to come over here and remove your mother-in-law's 50 stitches. And it may interfere with your trip. I'm sorry, but this is, the, the doctors say this got to be done. And I mean, he went on quite a while before telling my friend, April Fools. <laughs> so you, you, don't, you don't joke about stitches. <laughs> right. And you don't joke about Emmett Smith, uh, Ezekiel Elliott around here. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> well, speaking of free agency, th- there have been plenty of big moves. I mean, Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Deshaun Watson in Cleveland now, as you as we mentioned, Bobby Wagner at the Rams. John, your favorite quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, is now in Pittsburgh. I mean, there's oh, yeah. been plenty of moves. Well, and some of the moves, and we talked about this. So we started talking about this last year yep. on this show, that, that NFL quarterbacks were starting to get the message from what goes on in the NBA. I know I have four years left on my contract. I know you're paying me $40 million a year, but I don't like you anymore. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers flirted with this. Russell Wilson did it. Deshaun Watson did it. Again, I, I good for players. Get all the money you can. Do whatever you want. I, I applaud you. Uh, if the system allows you to 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 wind your way out of your present employer, okay. But it's not the greatest football experience for the fan. Yeah. You know, we we signed, we we drafted you, we nurtured you, we paid you. You've been great for us. Now you don't like us anymore. Uh, I'm not saying we should go back to 1970 when you know. Listen, if you got drafted by the Bears, you're a Bear. Yeah. But, and it's either that, or you can go be a lawyer, or a doctor, or a janitor because you're not playing for somebody else. Right. 
But NFL quarterbacks have finally discovered, much to some fans' chagrin, oh, I, I can be just like James Harden in basketball. I just, I don't like it here anymore. So do something about it. Yeah, don't buy jerseys with names on them. Well, uh, speaking of free agents and movement and stuff like that, Tom Brady retired and now he unretired. And then. Horses uh, a coach out. Yeah, a few weeks later, the coach says he's retiring, and Todd Bowles, who's a very competent and capable coach, is now the head coach of Tampa Bay. Uh, what do you make of all that? The thing I hate about it most is the uh, unproven, unsourced suggestion that Tom Brady fired Bruce Arians. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen that gossip out there. All over. Yeah. That's a hell of a story if you can prove it. I sit in a slightly different chair than you guys do professionally. I can't, I can't write that. No. I can't in good conscience write that. Pro football talk apparently can. Mike Florio and, and Mike, I don't really, I, I don't really know Mike. I, I appreciate the entrepreneurship. I mean, he's built that thing into a monster mm-hmm. and he works his tail off and that's mm-hmm. good. But the flavor of that website is always very conspiratorial. There's always a black helicopter. There's always a tinfoil hat. There, there's always a, a, a gremlin around the corner. Sometimes guys just retire because they're 69 years old. Yep. Or they want to yeah, hang out with their young fan, you know, the young kids. and Absolutely. Um, so if, if you want to establish to me that Michael Jordan retired because he's a gambler and, and that the NBA sat him down and said, why don't we just go ahead and have you retire until things cool down? Then if you want to establish that to me, then I'm interested in it. If you want to establish that Tom Brady said, oh, I'll come back if you get rid of this jerk, if, if you can prove that to me, but you can't, nope. uh, then I want to hear it. Tom Brady's comments about Bruce Arians and t- to Bruce Arians on social media yes. couldn't yeah. be warmer. Yeah. yeah. So w- it would have been a great opportunity for Tom Brady to simply say, coach, thanks for, thanks for this, helping us to the Super Bowl. The end. But instead, he wore, we wrote this love letter. Why, why, why would you have bothered if you're the guy who basically fired Bruce Arians? So I think it's a really fascinating story. The other obviously important attachment to it is the elevation of Todd Bowles, uh, who is a very good Washington player and uh, was on Bar- Bill Parcell's staff here with the Cowboys uh, about 15 years ago. That's now six black coaches in the NFL. And maybe most interestingly, Tampa Bay doesn't need your Rooney rule. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are quite uh, avant-garde when they when it comes to this issue. Uh, Bruce Arians is part of it. I think they might have had they might have two women on the coaching staff, um, and then dating all the way back, of course, to Tony Dungy and and others. They they they've done a good job there, and the rest of the league has got to continue to work to find a way to where. The opportunities are there to men and women who merit the opportunity. This, this latest nudge in the Rooney Rule hopefully right. will do that in a positive way. I was just going to say the slight modification to the Rooney Rule is is uh, pointing in the right direction for for uh, African Americans, women, you know, people like that who deserve the chance. Right, Speaking and of- what what the NFL just did is because for no particular reason that I can think of. Black guys do seem to get much more shots on the defensive side of the ball. 
than they get on the offensive side of the ball. So this new addendum to the Rooney rule basically mandates that a team must have an offensive assistant yep. who works closely with the head coach or whatever, who's a person of color or a woman. And what I like about what I can't, I, I think nobody can argue against is there, there's not going to be 32 unqualified people hired for that job. Yeah. They're already qualified. Many of them are already on the staff, maybe as a, maybe as an underling or whatever, who, who now get to get to move up a notch and probably already deserve to anyway. So uh, good on the NFL. I, I don't know what the magic wand is on this, but but an awareness of this is a good thing. I think we can all agree with that. A, yeah. An awareness is a good thing. Yeah. Speaking of modifications in rules, the new OT rule change with could be considered the Kansas City versus Buffalo rule change. Yeah. Does it really make a big difference? It's only we, in the playoffs too. We we tend to overreact when something. Yeah. Jumps out us like like that game, or remember the was it the New Orleans Rams NFC Championship game? Is that who played? And the horrible call that the screwed, the Saints, yes. yeah, screwed the Saints, right? Yeah, yeah, screwed the Saints. And so we changed the rule because of, because of one play. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that we've gone a hundred years going, oh, everything's fine, and then one play, one game makes it go. Let's turn it all upside down. I don't know what the right overtime rule is. I do think that both teams getting to touch the ball yeah. Yeah. is logical. Mm-hmm. I hate what they do in college football, I guess, just because I'm a little wonky when it comes to stats. So, you know, final score of college football games being 97 to 96, <laughs> doesn't that doesn't feel, oh, you know, we got a pretty good quarterback. He, he threw for 11 touchdowns yesterday. Well, kind of. He kind of <laughs> did. But first team to score isn't really football. And so... Each team gets a chance to score. Uh, at least it feels more like football. So, Tim, I don't know how uh, on my social media I get these Green Bay Packer posts. I must have looked into it or gone to the website or something. And so I get all these Green Bay Packer posts, and it, it, it did say, you know, with this change in the OT rule, just think of, you know, how that could have changed Aaron Rodgers' legacy. And I'm like almost threw up in my mouth. I'm yeah. like, Jesus, he's already going to be like, one of the top 20 quarterbacks of all time, whatever. He Did won a Super top Bowl. 20? I would say so. Why not top 10? Well, I could think of top 10 more quarterbacks that are probably better than him. You know, he might Possibly. be top one. I, yeah. I, well, of all time? I except if you're far. top one, shouldn't you have won more Super Bowls? Yes. I mean, in, just in terms of talent. And money. Yeah. <laughs> his talent and then what he's gotten out of his talent short of Super Bowls that's that might be second to none well Tom Brady Tom Brady what he's gotten out of his talent that's that's number one that's clear what he's gotten out of his talent he might be the greatest American athlete of all time if if that's the criteria Tom Brady because mm-hmm. this was not this did not seem destined to be as we all recall I recall seeing the picture of Tom Brady standing there in his, you know, it's gym shorts at the NFL draft looking like this scrawny, dorky kid tall, coming out of Michigan. Tall, scrawny, and soft. Yeah. 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 Pudgy, a little pudgy. Well, he had a dad bod at age 22. Correct. <laughs> they don't do that anymore either. You don't see too many of those anymore. No. But with all due respect to Packers fans, I think Aaron Rodgers' legacy is going to be just fine. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, I'm like, and you know what? 
they're still the best. They'll, they'll still be the favorite to win the division. Yep. Packers will. And while as scary as the Rams look, the Packers are one of the teams that could say, we're not particularly scared. We think we're going to win 12 games. Let's, let's, let's go get them. I will say they need a wide receiver. They've been talking about possibly trading for DK Metcalf in Seattle. Yep. They don't really have a receiver on that team other than Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. Right, but surely they they did the Adams deal with a plan. Yeah. Yeah. To to replace him in the draft, not not that you're going to snap your fingers and get an yeah. Adams based on depending on what else they do with a trade or whatever. I, mean, I think you can start to pinpoint one of their first two picks is going to be a wide receiver. And by the way, we were talking with with Stephen Jones the other day at the NFL owners meetings in Florida. And he's like, the way the college game is now, there's good wide receivers everywhere. Yeah. So it, it doesn't have to be in the first round necessarily. If you want to get that 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 special guy, maybe so. But you're going to get productive guys now going forward, coming out of the draft as rookies at wide receiver, because maybe more than any other position, they are just that polished and ready to go. JP, this weekend, NCAA Final Four, both men and women's. Um, I know that your team is no longer in it. My team is long <laughs> gone. Yeah. But Villanova versus Kansas, UNC versus Duke, who you got? Oh, I, I said that Kansas, I think, will win the whole the whole thing. They play to their competition, it seems. And then when they get down five, seven points, they just like just turn it on and say, you know what, we should just start playing. And then the final score is they win by 10 or 7 or 14. And what was it, 26 the last game? So... I think they have the talent. They have the coach. I know you're a big Bill, Bill Self guy, Tim. So um, I think Kansas wins. It, it hurts to say I kind of agree. I think the Duke-Kansas matchup in the final would be historic. Coach K's last game going yeah. against KU. They've, they've played in the finals before. So I think ultimately that's what TV's CBS is rooting for that. Um, and I think that's might what they'll get, although UNCA's UNC is playing a whole different brand of basketball the last couple of weeks. Have you seen Coach K? He, he seems like he's like a robot. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's, he's getting up there in age, but he seems like, I, I don't know. He, that's it's just what my observation. Mike, what are you going to watch wait? the Final Four? Uh, it's not in my bag. Uh, I do think, first of all, you're clearly right about what the network would be rooting for. I don't think there's any question about that. I guess I'm a little disappointed that it's, for the most part, it's four basketball machines again. Blue bloods. Yeah, and uh, not that they not that they didn't that they don't earn it, but um, it would be very fitting given Coach K's career. I, I guess you wouldn't call this a storybook. Uh, it's it's a history book, and and so for him to cap off what he's accomplished by doing it one more time, and then your robot comment, I, he would he would crack a smile just for you. <laughs> And then and then go off in the sunset. Are you trying to say maybe he had a facelift? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. It just um, maybe because when he he gets mad, he's just got that same facial expression when he's happy. He's got this. I, I think they call that a facelift. Yeah. Yeah. Some Botox or something going on. But he also again, I, who, who are we? Look at us three ugly mugs. What do we know? <laughs> That's exactly it. He also, I mean, he's got tremendously dark hair. For how old is he? Yeah, he's in the seventies. Yeah. I mean, God bless him. But yeah, I, I like, I think the three of us, if, if you could ever sit in a bar room with us, you would see, we like to sit in a bar room for a couple of reasons. One of which though Dark. is that the lights are low and you can't <laughs> see what we look like. 
That's right. <laughs> Although, Mike, you do have some pretty nice quaff of dark hair going on. I yeah, it's real, learn. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, uh, Mike, so there's a big anniversary we were talking about before we jumped yeah. on. Maybe you want to tell the uh, listeners what that big anniversary <laughs> is. Uh, it's today or this weekend? Or? This, is the, this week is the 28th anniversary of Jimmy and Jerry breaking up. Uh, with the Dallas Cowboys, otherwise known to people who aren't in the know as the week that Jerry fired Jimmy, which he did not do. It's not what happened. And so to commemorate the week, Jerry Jones let me sit down with him. And you can find this uh, on uh, YouTube at the Fish Report. That's awesome. Fish Report. You can also find it at CowboysSI.com. But he uh, very, very congenially sat down and we talked about it. He's very evasive, very clever, Jerry, as he approaches 80 years old, still very quick witted and very agile. You know, he, he answers the questions while avoiding them. And then his answer is so funny that it makes you laugh and you forget that you're trying to do hard hitting journalism. Yeah. But yeah. There's no question that Cowboy Nation, no matter whose side you're on, is saddened by this anniversary every year. Because maybe it was going to end anyway. Uh, how, how dynastic were they really going to be? But if Jimmy stays that next year for the 94 season, because they went to the NFC Championship anyway under Barry Switzer, every guy on that team feels they would have won the Super Bowl that year. Then the year next with Barry, they did win it. So to project that they would have won four straight Super Bowls is not very outlandish. None at all. Uh, and, And maybe more. And so around here, there's certainly a celebration because they won three. Uh, But there's also a dislike of Jerry based on that breakup. And the, the argument that Jerry detractors will make is his ego got in the way and he fired Jimmy. When of course, in fact, both their egos got in the way. One of them's the boss and one is the employee. So both of them could have given up a little bit, backed up a little bit, but in the end, in a literal sense, Jimmy quit. If, if if you read if you read my newspaper, the Fort Worth Star Telegram at the time, you knew that. If you read the other newspaper, you still don't know it. But but that's a fact. Jerry wanted Jimmy to stay, but he also wanted him to play by some of the rules that you have to play by if you work for Jerry Jones, which includes when we hoist up the Super Bowl trophy, my hand's going to be on it too, just the way it's going to be. Forgive my ignorance on this. Did Jimmy Johnson ever coach NFL after that? Then he went to Miami. That's what I thought. He went to Miami. Okay. And had Dan Marino was was never, yeah, never, never quite did it again. Mm -hmm. Uh, In one playoff game, they did go to the playoffs. In one playoff game, they lost like 61 to 14 or something. So Mm -hmm. it it was an unfortunate end for Jimmy. uh, That, of course, has not in the end soiled his reputation. He still thought of his, and justifiably so. Uh, He's thought of as the architect of the Cowboys. Around here, I call him the co-architect of the Cowboys because one of them could not have done it with the other one. And they've both proven that. Jimmy went to Miami and proved that he sure could have used Jerry. Yeah. And Jerry now for 27 years has established he sure could use Jimmy. Two good old boys play ball in Arkansas. What do you expect? Hey, and Jimmy found his home. And he's back in Florida where he belongs and <laughs> has his boat there and likes being on the water. Tim, I, I, I just got to throw this in here you know we've been doing this with mike almost over a year wouldn't you yeah. say and uh he said it on one of the earlier podcasts we did one of the first two or one he said he was never going to mention mentions uh i forget his name now. skip 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 
Skip. Skip Bayless? Yeah, and you haven't you haven't mentioned his name in over a year, and I'm just so proud of you that you can hold that. I, I am too. Now you just made it come out of my <laughs> you just made it come oozing out of my mouth like but, but I don't cruddy goo. <laughs> but I don't really hear anything about him anyway. Or is he still doing a show? Is he still yeah, he still has a show on Fox? Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I just don't hear much about him. It's uh, called- he, he's, he still does his thing. He's still got uh, some audience members conned. Uh, they've certainly got sponsors conned. Uh, I, I'm, I'm shocked that he continues on because anybody that knows him knows what I know. And uh, he's, he's just a despicable human being. Skip Bayless, bad guy. Real quick, John, I was going to say, you know, regardless of what Skip's done for his advertisers and sponsors, I personally appreciate all Niagara has done for us with yes. sponsoring this sports cast and connecting with Mike. So on behalf of Mechanical Hub Media, we appreciate everything that uh, Niagara does with us. Well, yeah. and, and I'll say this, having dealt with, with Mechanical Hub and then having dealt with Niagara now for years, uh, there, there is nothing. And I'm, I don't mean to turn this into a commercial, and I know you don't either. No. To connect yourself with the, the best reflects on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and Niagara makes me look like well I'm, if if they're associated with Mike Fisher Mike Fisher must be the best whether, whether I am or not I don't care I will ride their coattails <laughs> yeah. there, there's nobody that does what Niagara does and the partnership with Mechanical Hub uh, is 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 just ideal again yeah. because um, because there's a class and quality except for when you make me say words like ooze and goo but otherwise <laughs> there's a class and quality to everything that we do here and i'm yeah, very no. proud of my association so thank you guys yeah, yeah we you. we feel the same um we love your takes on on the sports world and it's been i know it's been like a couple of weeks but you know we always look forward to talking with you and um diving into the sports world all right boys i appreciate it all right mike have a thank great you. weekend everyone <laughs>